Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, how you doing? I almost forgot to tune into my own show. <laughs> Got in just just as the buzzer sounded. Uh, welcome. It's uh, May 11th, and uh, my sister should be on the other line, I think, because it'd be a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Isn't it interesting how that time just suddenly slips away? Well, right. <laughs> I thought of you. I did exactly what you do. I was easy. <laughs> reading something on my phone and 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 I yeah yeah I thinking you kept track of time yeah it was the last time I looked I had five minutes and then I looked and it was it was ten <laughs> yikes <laughs> well anyway and I um I apologize in advance I'm watching the bulldozer uh uh, outside my window, even as we speak, but it's it's working, but quietly. As so, okay. Um, I can't. Susan I can't let me know that there were <laughs> jackhammers and God knows what going on outside her door. So D- directly, quiet. I mean, like like a window pane away. Yeah. This, this is uh, less than uh, social distancing distance away. They're all yeah. huddled outside the door. <laughs> Wonderful. Well. Uh-huh. Whatever. Okay. When I was last there, which wasn't all that long ago, it was clear that they're doing some major utility work on your in your area because it yeah. was all yeah, it was dug up all over across the street, I believe. So, well, so Susan Susan is a proud recipient of a, another <laughs> COVID child. Uh, you, you know, our family, which I think of as small, has seen the birth of three children. Yeah, and this time when no one's having babies. <laughs> Isn't that something? Three. And the the latest, uh, not what is she, a week old today? She is. Um, uh, she was, yeah. A yeah, week was, old today is. Um, no, not quite. She was born on the 5th. Okay. Whatever. She's a little thing. Looks bigger than she is. The pictures I've seen. Well, she's she not a little thing. She's a, she looks she's, formidable. Well, <laughs> she, she she's eight pounds. She's not yeah. little. Is that? I think that. What is the average for a baby these days? Uh, smaller than eight pounds. I mean, eight is pounds it? is most people's two week old baby. Um, because I always yeah. thought I was small and I was six pounds something. Um, yeah, my kids were uh, low six pounds. Arlie was three weeks early, so he was like five pounds, 14 ounces or something. Well, but, that was nice of him. Yeah. I don't know. You just I just keep looking at like that head, uh, the big round head it looks like, and I'm thinking, ah, jeez. You know, I'm sorry. I, I, this, I'm a woman who has never given birth, and I can't even begin to imagine <laughs> what it is like to 
to push a, a, a living being with that head out of your body. Well, the or good even news the shoulders, is, I guess, the, are the worst right. part. The What's good the worst news part is, is uh, you're, you don't you don't have to be able to you, you don't have to be able to conceive because your body takes over and does it for you. Uh, it's uh, it, then that's and and your body is built for it. One's body is built for it. So barring anything extreme, yeah. it's just not a big deal. And in fact, that's that's the way it works. But anyway, she's uh, they are they are ecstatic. They are. Um, That's so nice. Yeah, yeah. This is the first uh, day that I I have no active plans to race right out <laughs> and help them. You have the day off. That's we'll good. see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm on call. Okay. But, you know, their brother. Yeah, I was. I I was reading a cute text exchange between my two children and my experienced father son, uh, and and my new mother daughter, and uh, and who and daughter saying that things that were, were beginning to achieve normalcy, and Arlie said it's not hard. It's uh, uh, eat, poop, sleep. Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's normalcy. <laughs> so. Eat, poop, sleep, repeat. Right. Yeah. And actually, that that's pretty much us too. <laughs> well, you aren't sleeping every, uh, you know. Well, I know, but if on a larger in a larger timeline, that is. Yeah, what, yeah, that is. We're all. That's, yeah. that's exactly it. But anyway, it's great fun, and I and all I have to say is to these mothers who at the uh, who women who at the age of sixty or seventy decide that just because they can and medical science will allow them they're, they're going to have babies. I sat in a chair holding a a sleeping baby for a couple of hours, and my back is out today. I just sat. <laughs> What are you? What made you? And think I'm of, in good shape. Yeah. Well, what you made you think of that? I, is there there's some women, sixty year old women having babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, in the news in the last like eighteen uh, months. I would tell you that there were some uh, uh, postmenopausal women that had um, actually, you know, gotten themselves impregnated and kept the, you know, carried the baby and were now mothers because they can. You know the medical science exists, and I and, oh, and I God. hope they're happy. But I'm just saying, you know, I my body uh, can't can't. Oh, it's hard oh. work. It's very hard, and I mean, I was a I was a grandmother's age when I took a newborn in. It, it's hard. I was in you know 44. Um, yeah, it's a young woman's gig <laughs> pretty much although we keep pushing it pushing it back okay enough already on the maternal yes but, but yes but for all you who are wondering my long wait which is more accurately characterized as their long wait is over <laughs> yeah right great <laughs> and i have a beautiful granddaughter so that's very nice yes so i uh 
I was looking at the papers today and saying, I can't take any of this anymore. <laughs> I can't. It's just, I'm not. Yeah, I'm I know. I found myself reading old bridal stories from the yeah. New York Times. And, and, and then I did see one thing that just actually delighted me on one of my news feeds because it reminded me of my grandson who plays this game, uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah which, yeah, which apparently a lot of people play. But yeah. anyway, one of the animals that he has caught is a football fish, which I just thought, you know, oh, they're making Oh, wow, I think. saw that football did you, fish. Did you see that football fish? <laughs> yeah. Whoever and, heard of such a thing? And, and it said you, it was extremely rare. Right. That's, and did you read all the way to the bottom of the article and hear about the relative size of the, why they knew it was a female and her size versus a no, male? No. Guys, for those of you who don't know, the thing I saw was a picture of the bizarre, absolutely bizarre looking thing that I don't know that I would have known was a fish. Um, it looked like a deflated, I guess, football, kind of, but had, it was scary looking. Yeah, and it's an it's an oval, um, flat fish with... Uh, uh, jagged and you know the edges are all jagged and a mouthful of the of very sharp uh, teeth, teeth. Look, yeah, and with a big uh, and a big long stem coming that? off the top of the head with like a tassel on the end. Right? Yeah, what was that? I mean, it really looks like an unbelievable <laughs> monster. And I didn't. Whatever I saw, it, I guess it, the the picture I was looking at was of a one who had washed up on a beach. Yeah, well, this is the same story. This is why we were both okay. talking about it. Okay, okay, so that thing, you got to read the story. So that thing on the top is, that's how, it's one of the ways they know it's a female because only the females have these and they, it's got like a light bulb at the end. It's got an iridescent tip and it attracts prey. And she can, she's about 18 pounds and she can eat a, a anything that's as, as big as she is because her mouth is as big as, opens as wide as she is. Um, oh. And, and the other way that they know that uh, she is a she is because the, she, she's about 18 inches long or something like that and males are never longer than one inch, maybe, ah. because their sole purpose is to impregnate her and they they are they attach themselves parasitically to the female until they are eventually absorbed into her all but their testes so that so that he can impregnate her Oh man, do you not have any <laughs> That's I, I did your story. This, this is, is one of your is. stories. Yeah, <laughs> this Yes, and now I listen to that with this big grin on my face, and I wonder if any men are grinning. <laughs> I love that. That's why I was, I mean, the second that I read all the way to the end, I said, well, this is a Lynn Cullen story if I ever heard one. No, I didn't see, I, I had seen the picture on Twitter, I think, and it didn't come with a story attached. <coughs> Excuse me, God. Well, anyway, so that's the story on the football fish, but I got very excited, and because my uh, grandchildren are still too young for me to text them directly, <laughs> I had to send my grandson of the article through his mother. <laughs> yeah, but what will he think of the male's 
just being... Well, I don't know that she'll read the whole story. She'll just show him the picture of the football fish. Okay. Or she can read him the story and let it be a lesson to her. (laughs) Who ever heard of such a thing? A football fish. I mean, it looks like one of those things that lives very deep in the ocean somehow. You know? Well, it like, does. It's a, it's a, um, I forgot the name of the thing, uh, but it's a type of fish that they swim like 15,000 feet down. I mean, they're, five, five, they're very low. They, they are way down in the depths. And that's why she has that little beacon on the top of her head. Because yeah, but so, so obviously this one died and somehow... They don't know what happened to it. Yeah, they did. They, they, How it's, would it not? It's it, just it, weird that it would then be pushed ashore. It's very. Yeah. It's, it's a weird. It's a weirdness. That's why it's so rare to find one. But clearly, they found them before and seen them before. Or Ellis wouldn't be, you know, catching them in Animal Crossing. <laughs> and they wouldn't have said, "Aha, a football fish." A when football they, fish. Right. <laughs> or we wouldn't have named it. I'm sure it has another more. Scientific name, I'm sure. I'm sure. Perhaps. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say I'm sure because then you would accuse me of bullshitting because, in fact, I'm not sure. Right. Well, I said I'm sure, and I'm not. I I can't be sure because I don't know, but I'll bet you, I'll bet you ten bucks. Nah, not worth it. No, you know it's got some scientific (laughs) name. The first human who saw the it might not even have been in America. Yeah, yeah, no. It's some kind of bizarro na- Who would have seen one? They, they would have seen it in the same way uh, that this one was seen because we don't go low enough in the water to see them in their natural habitat, do we? I don't think, yeah, well. Who the hell knows? Enough already. So, as I said, I don't want to talk about anything because I'm just numb. I'm numb. I can't take any more. So let's skitter around and, and try to avoid um, any subjects of that will make me crazy. Hey, I, did, I missed this thing where they, uh, they found, uh, at least they've arrested the people, they say stole Lady Gaga's dogs. You, I thought we already talked about that. No, we did not. No, we did not. Yeah, they did. Well, that was that was like what feels like weeks ago. So it was probably okay. a week ago. So um, not surprisingly, not surprisingly, it and, was the you know, woman that turned him in. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I yeah. remember thinking that. Wait a minute, wouldn't she be a suspect? She happened upon them. There's a big award, you know, reward. Yeah, so big shocker, huh? I anyway, I I just saw that today. I had not seen it. Here's what, can I just say that I continue to be disgusted by the fact that what we're talking about is not that they caught the people that shot the dog walker and tried to steal the dog walker's dogs. That person is not even discussed. They caught the people that stole Gaga's dogs. Um, The crime... Well, it's attempted, attempted murder, murder folks. You know, it, it's like it's like calling you know the, the Derek Chauvin trial, the Derek, the George Floyd trial. You know, it's it's like 
it's as much misinformation and emphasis on the wrong syllable. Well, the emphasis on the wrong. Yes. And it just it just thing. keeps getting in and they just keep doing it. Well, they do it because what is the thing that grabs Because it's clickbait. Because it, yeah. you'll click on it because it says Lady Gaga. Lady right. Gaga, of course. That's why it's a story. Apparently these dogs are being stolen all the time because everybody wants them because I guess they're the fashionable dog of the of the year. Yeah, because people pay too much money for dogs. Go to the pound. <laughs> I mean, it gets dog walkers shot because people steal them. You know. Uh. Well, I, it reminds me of that wonderful O. Henry story, the ransom of Red Chief, <laughs> which is, you know, I. It's about guys who steal a kid for um, for ransom, obviously. And uh, excuse me, I'm doing two things at once. I lost there. Um, and. Of course, it turns out the kid is a is hell is it's hell. a holy terror, and they can't get rid of the kid. And they and <laughs> they, I can't I can't remember the rest of the story. Did they end up paying the right? Right, <laughs> they don't want the kid back. <laughs> he said, "Please, we'll pay you to take this kid back." <laughs> Something like that, but it yeah, it reminded me of that somewhat. Anyway. Anyway, now, Susan, I want to address something that's local here, but we've talked about this woman before. Um, Wendy Bell. Yes. Does that ring a bell? Yes, the, yes, yes. This awful woman who yes. was an anchor woman at the station I had been at. And right, then, right. Whose uh, politics differ from yours. Yes. Oh, a little bit. Who keeps yes. losing jobs. I mean, she gets fired from job after job for saying some outrageous thing after another, right? Right. So I said, right. God damn it. Susan, I've noticed Correct. I say right. No, I say right at the end. You know, I'll say something, yeddy, 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 right? And it, it's, it's, a lot of people do that. But mentioning the Chauvin trial, I, during it, was uh, watching it, and the defense attorney, in his closing remarks, almost after every sentence said, right? Blah 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 blah. Right, and it started driving me mad. And I thought, what an interesting verbal tick because it is—it's the usual thing of buying time, get your next thought together. But it's also uh, asking for the audience, whoever's listening, to, to agree, to validate. Yes, well, isn't that saying. correct? Yeah, isn't yes. that right? Right, right, right. So I was. I became aware of it by my annoyance with his doing it. And then I started hearing myself doing it. And now, almost every time I say, right, which sometimes makes, I guess, some sense to say, um, I I keep interrupting myself saying, there, I said it again. It's driving me crazy. So I, I will get a handle on it. But I, who knew that the I thing that was annoying spectacular. me. spectacular, yes. I know you did. I got on her about her overuse of the word spectacular, and you never say it anymore at all. No. A spectacular achievement. Susan. We have right. choices. Yes, yes, we have right. choices. Yes. Correct. So I. Oh God. Anyway, I I will beat this one because, and I'm 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 just saying to everybody, don't get mad at me for, you know, stopping every time I hear it, because I I really just should 
I want you to know I'm hearing it, okay? What the hell was I talking about? Who the hell knows? <laughs> oh, Wendy Bell. Oh, Wendy Bell, right. Yeah. That's so, Wendy Bell, right, right. Yeah, so she lost it uh, at WTAE-TV. Then uh, KDK Radio picks her up, and um, she's off and running again, and then goes a Called on what snipers to shoot any to shoot protesters or something, <laughs> and they had to let her go. And then she got picked up by um, uh, radio AM radio station here that is owned by a nursing uh, home company, Saint Barnabas, uh, and they are as right wing as you can be. I, I can tell because they have a fundraiser every year where they have some national figure come in and speak, and that's how they, you know, they attract people to come. And these national figures have been getting more and more frighteningly right-wing crazed types uh, over the years. So I can, so I can see why Saint Barnabas would say, "Hey, she's not so bad. Let's bring her on." She started full-time there in May, no, in March, and a press release came out yesterday saying uh, she's uh, not there anymore, and they won't say why. So she's just, she's just like this human wrecking ball, and each time she gets canned, it makes her more of a martyr celebrity. She gets canceled, right? To her fans, right? Who are thousands and thousands and thousands of people because she has this strong um, social media presence. So she's on Facebook and right. I think other things, and she has her own. I think she has her own gig that she does there. And I don't think there's any doubt that she is desperately hoping that, you know, Fox will pick her up or some other guy. And, and it could happen, obviously, yet. But she's chosen sides in this uh, American civil war that we're in. And uh, it's really something. She's the wife, by the way, of a cardiologist here, uh, a very respected cardiologist here. And uh, she spouts this. She she speaks at rallies. Uh, she spouts the big lie. She does all this stuff. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Really. So so what do you think she did this time? <laughs> I'm dying to know so does none of my audience probably listens anybody know what she did nobody you know they're calling it a personnel matter mm -hmm. uh kurt wrote me and this is how i even found out she got because i didn't know and he says that poor girl just can't seem to hold a job and wanted to know if i had any inside scoop uh no but the fact that saint barnabas health system would let her go is really mind-blowing to me because they're full-on wacko right-wing. Oh, I don't know. I Who the hell knows? She's got a talent. She has a skill. 
uh, Josh writes, hey, Lynn and Susan, I think I remember the TV commercials for St. Barnabas. Uh, yes, and those are the ones that have our uh, local Republican, Jim Roddy, as the, spokes, as the spokesperson. Um, yeah, it is a huge operation. And uh, I'm sure they got in. They wanted, they never had a radio station. I'm sure they grabbed this AM radio station um, to have a propaganda, right-wing propaganda outlet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else is on the um, menu over there at WJAS, but I, if they wanted Wendy, I imagine she was surrounded by other horrific uh, right-wing types. I don't know. <laughs> God. Well, you know, I always think these, these things can't happen to a nicer can happen to a nicer girl, you know. Yeah, she's pretty. She lives Susan right around the corner here, and um, I have while walking my dog seen her walking hers, and uh, we do not acknowledge each other. <laughs> oh God. Like, what could I say? Wendy! Are you vaccinated? Hi. You could yell, hey! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, uh, what did I see here? Oh, okay, so, so people like Wendy are, you know, why you end up with statistics like this. Uh, the vast majority of Republicans really think that Donald Trump won the last election. They do. They just they want can. to. They just want to. But they do. Well. And and you have this chorus, this anytime you can repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat, it becomes true. It's it's true. They're live again in a so the majority of Republicans believe that Donald Trump actually won and the election was stolen from him. Only 11% of Republicans believe that climate change poses a serious threat. And I'm actually shocked this isn't higher. And 46% think that Derek Chauvin did not commit a crime. Yeah, I'm shocked too. Well, God help us. Yeah, that, they. Uh, speaking of Derek Chauvin and not committing a crime, the the um, the report on the on the Breonna Taylor investigator yeah, was yeah, made public, yeah. right? Yeah. And he finds that not one shot should have should fired. ever have been fired, and yeah. this and this gets sent through and and. The only person, and he's supposed to, and the recommendation is to hold uh, the the guy, the wounded guy that fired the first shot, responsible. That you know yeah. what he did was totally inappropriate, and right. that police department totally ignores that recommendation. Yeah. The only one that doesn't get fired and mysteriously uh, is allowed to retire with full benefits is the one person that was recommended to be disciplined and and the others were fired you know it's just i you know if people want police departments to be trusted they've they got to act in a trustworthy fashion 
Yeah, uh, it's damned inconvenient that that man at, at retirement age killed somebody. But, you know, there it is. And there goes his pension. Well, no. Susan, where's your heart? Where's your... With Brianna Taylor's family. Yeah. So, there you go. See, I mean, but if we get into news, this is where we end up. Depressed. Okay, so let's not talk about news. All right, um, so let's talk about the guy. Did you hear this one? I'm I'm behind the times. I don't know. You probably heard this one too. I mean, there's lots of ways to find yourself in need of rescue by uh, first responders, as we call them. But uh, this would be horrific. Can you imagine being in? Uh, you're visiting Gettysburg, the battlefield. And you get annoyed, you go into a porta potty that's there. While you're in the porta potty, a very large tree decides it was a good day to die, and it falls over, striking the porta potty. And not and killing so the guy? Oh my God. Didn't kill him, the porta potty <gasps> saved him. Oh my God. But now here he is, trapped within a porta potty, and no one knows he's there. I know, but they see the tree. And so maybe he was screaming. Anyway, the fire chief said he's a very lucky guy. (laughs) Well, yeah, sort of like the Jews were chosen, that kind of luck. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, how nice. You got chosen? Yeah, for what? Okay. Oh, here's another one, and maybe you even know this guy. There's a radio station in St. Louis, uh, FM 92.3 WIL, mm-hmm. and um, probably don't play your kind of music. Any one of their one of their DJs is a guy named Mason Schrader, and he, you know, for whatever reason, because he's an idiot, uh, got a large tattoo. Of his station's logo. I'm not sure what body part. It was on his finger. On his finger? Yeah. On the web web of his finger, sort of. On the web of his finger. How could that be a large? It says here a large tattoo. Well, I think I saw it. Okay, well then, this is incorrect, a large tattoo. Anyway, one week after he had that stupid thing done to his body, the station fired him. (laughs) You know, it's like whenever someone tattoos their boyfriend or girlfriend's name on a body part. or, 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 no, here's the real thing. Anytime you have the urge... To have a recommitment ceremony with your uh, partner or, or spouse, don't. Because the very next day, what happens is you file for divorce. No. These, these are, there are certain things that are always bad signs. And, oh, and, and, I've and, never and, heard that. Well, I, this is just purely from, uh, <laughs> from observation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They have, so the recommitment ceremony is a desperate last effort to... Right. Right. Make things right. Right. And doesn't work. Right. 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 Okay. Hey, we got a caller. Leslie who? Hello. Hi, Lynn. 
I yeah. want to go back to uh, Wendy Bell for just real quick. That's fine. Go ahead. I, I have always thought, ever since she started, you know, on the news, that she wants to be the next Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Sort of. Right. Does that, does, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Why well, would you? Her, right. That's what it's always seemed to me, and I think that's where she's going. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. That's thank all you. I have to say. Well, thank Thanks you. so yeah. much. I'm going <laughs> to listen to the rest of the show. Bye-bye. <laughs> I agree with you, though. That's her dream. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Be like Rush Limbaugh. He's feet under. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, oh good. Thanks. Right. <laughs> no, that was, that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking Bye. of six six weeks, uh, six, six feet weeks. under, uh, the Missouri House just voted a Rush Limbaugh day, although they turned down a Walter <laughs> Cronkite day. <laughs> oh, you fucking Republicans. God bless them. Jesus Christ. It'll be, I'm sorry. I'm offending everybody. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, uh, Bree writes from Malaysia, Susan. That tattoo was on his shoulder. Oh, sorry. Well, that's pretty different. How'd you get the web of his fingers? I don't know. I rem- I thought I remember seeing a picture. I can usually wow. rely on my 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 right, pictorial well. brain catalog. So I All guess right. I'm wrong. It just shows to go you that uh, you know everything I'm throwing out here is such old news. I I just couldn't find anything I could bear to talk about today. Ah, check this out. Why didn't I think of this? You know that that uh, uh, author, novelist, written 500 million books? I don't know if I've ever read her. Jodi Picoult, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've read her either, but yes. Okay, P-I-C-O-U-L-T, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here she's a best-selling novelist. Well, turns out she and this other guy, and it turns out that's not the first time she's done this, she has created a 90-minute theatrical production, a musical, guys, about COVID-19. You know, mm. it's sort of like it makes me think of almost the producers, you know, like Springtime for Hitler. Springtime for Hitler. Who, why do we <laughs> want to sing and dance about COVID? <laughs> Although yeah. there's, there's been lots of cute little things that came out of families desperately trying to creatively well, entertain themselves. Yeah, I remember those in the beginning. Oh, those were great. But it's called Breathe. Huh? And she says, there's some very funny moments. You laugh more than you might think you would. And anyway, the New York Times reported on it today. Ready or not, it's COVID the musical. Yeah, not. <laughs> ready that is you know it's it's sort of like seeing the movie about the plane that went down in Pennsylvania you know I having remembered it happening I didn't want to see the movie and this is COVID I'm I, I'm I'm not even over it yet so I'm I'm certainly not forgetting and wanting to sing and dance about it do you no no, no. um Oh, this makes everything all right. Barbara sent me this. McDonald's is partnering with the White House to promote awareness of the vaccine. And this summer, customers will see their McCafe cups 
and McDelivery seal stickers that feature the national We Can Do This campaign. We can do this. All right, whatever. You think that'll work? How many people will get a vaccination because their coffee cup says, oh, I don't know. God, if people are really, you know. Whoa, I got three callers. Okay. And, okay, guys who are on the line, I got three callers, meaning everybody, uh, you know, uh, sort of rein in your verbosity, which is more than I ever do. But do it, okay? <laughs> but it's your show. Okay. Yeah, that's right. All right. Caller number one. Hello. Well, good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Susan. Oh, certainly hi. I'm not bringing in my verbosity. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, in, in relation to your statement that whatever X percent majority of Republicans believe, quote, unquote, that the election was stolen. It's not what they believe. It's what they make believe. Well, uh, yeah, there are a few yeah. uh, of the most ignorant or the most deluded that will buy into that, you know, into the most ridiculous assertions. But for the most part, they make believe that this is true because they can make money off of it or get elected off of it or because it makes them feel good. Yeah, just the way they, they did make-believe about Barack Obama not being an American citizen or make-believe about Hillary Clinton being guilty of all sorts of heinous crimes. It's make-believe. Malicious How can they do that, though? Good. How can they do it? I can, can you do that? How can they do that? Can you do I'm that? Borrowing that trick. Line. I'm borrowing that line <laughs> from a man who, uh, named Aaron Raw, who is a you know, very outspoken critic of, of fundamentalist religion, both Christianity, Judaism, and um, okay, Islam. all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's playing. He he states that it's not what they believe; it's what they make believe. It's just what they want to believe. Um, and like another reason they're going to make believe it is so they they can justify passing these voter suppression yeah. laws. All right, throughout the red states, and because come 2024, they're going to make it. If the if the uh, Democratic candidate, be it Joe Biden, let's hope he remains in good health, um, or whomever, you know, wins the presidential election, they're they're going to go for it. They're going to attempt to steal the election. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Well, listen, you made. I know. I'm sorry. Good call. <clears throat> I'm going to cut it off here and let the others get in, okay? Okay. Josh, thank you. Thank you. Sure. Next caller. Next caller. Hello. All righty. Oh, all right. You, know, you used to do that forever when you were on the radio. What? <laughs> what? You would, you would start... You get a commercial, you come back with a commercial, and it was alrighty. No! Yes! Oh, how awful! That? that doesn't even sound like me. Alrighty? Yeah, it was like kind of weird, but it was amusing. I didn't let it bother me. <laughs> you did, or you wouldn't, or you or you wouldn't remember. remember. <laughs> I remember, because it was like, it's like, I, yeah, I, 
I didn't care, but it was just like I, every time you, every time you said I started like sort of laughing to myself because it was just like okay, yeah, that's what she does. Um, it's, well, it's, that's that's that. to me that's better than every like serious journalist on NPR starting every sentence with so. Yeah. Or now, now, now is a new one. They just can't start a sentence. What happened to being able to just go for it and jump in and start a sentence? Well, I, I have a worse one though. What? And I, and I don't like it because well, years and years ago I started therapy, and I, I was doing something I wasn't aware of that my therapist was making making me aware. Of. Oh. That was a big sigh. I'm like, what? I, I kept, I was sighing all the time. But she's like. Well, that's why you were in therapy. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't believe that's a therapist would know. About. Oh, you didn't know you did. I did not know. I was doing no. it. I was, yeah. well, and I realized that she made me aware of that I wasn't breathing. Like, I was taking shallow breaths. You know, uh, I'm a runner, so I could breathe well when I was running. But man, when I was like in a situation, I would just probably like holding my breath. Yeah, yeah. And then, That's and then my my daughter had a friend come over visiting from England, and he was a very nice young man. And he was here, and he said to me once, "Well, that was quite a sigh." <laughs> and I met the guy for five minutes, and I went to punch him. <laughs> Well, I had to curtail myself, maybe this is a few years ago, where I would begin every show with this huge sigh, you know, because that's <laughs> the way we feel. It was like, uh, I mean, and today I didn't do it, but I verbalized what would have been the sigh. I can't take it, I can't, you know. So if people are not sighing in these times, they're not paying attention. So I wouldn't get on yourself too much, but try to breathe right. Well, you, you know, hey. you just got to stop. It's in, the, it's in the news. Watch Gilligan's Island. Okay, that's better for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Got to get to my next caller. Bye. We have a plethora, assuming he didn't drop off. Hello? Hello? Good, mor- good morning, Hi. ladies. Hi. Uh, uh, congratulations, Susan. Thank you. Uh, oh. What is the child's name? I'm not announcing that. That's not my news to tell. Parents are very okay. weird about that. <laughs> okay, that no, that's, that's cool. I can do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a little bit behind you guys. Uh, but anyways, what prompted this call was the tattoo thing about people getting tattoos and uh, yeah. then having to get them erased. Back in the 80s, before tattoos were so ubiquitous, I had a friend. His real name was Howard but everybody called him Bunny. And he had a heart tattoo that just said Bunny on it. And I'm like, why do you have a tattoo with a heart that says Bunny? And he explained that originally the tattoo was just a heart and inside was written Howard or uh, Bunny plus whatever his ex-wife's name was, okay? Okay. He gets the voice. Howard plus whatever her name was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say Jane. Okay. Okay. They get divorced. His next wife. Guess what her name was? Bunny. Bunny. 
So he just basically got the whole tattoo filled in and just left a bunny on there. There you go. Is that isn't, isn't that strange how things work out like that? Yeah, it just and works it was, out. But it, well, you know, it, re, it reminds me of how our father, who was in the uh, uh, real estate business and used to own strip shopping centers, would name the centers if he had to rename them simply by reordering the um, the letters that he already owned in the signs. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So Bargain Good one. Way became Aim Variety, things like this. <laughs> well, Aim, Aim, right, Bargain. I remember him on the living room floor with letter, with, you know, these um, pages, paper, with the letters of Bargain Way, B-A-R-G, that was the name of the store, and it was going down the drain. And he's trying to rearrange these letters to come up with another name for another variety store. And That's all they true. got was, they got AIM, right, A-I-M. <laughs> that, that last That went on for years and years and years. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I just oh, wanted to pass that little story on. Uh, well, so congratulations, Susan. And, thank uh, you. I guess we'll, we'll catch you next time. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Chris, for God's sakes, Chris has just written in. Did you hear that Wendy Bell was fired from yet another job? <laughs> I think that's where we started. Uh, okay, and uh, here's another. NF says, Wendy probably wants the extra COVID unemployment bonus not to work. Ah, sarcasm. Isn't that awful? You have to put sarcasm in quotes. Because people don't, I remember. Don't get it. Absolutely don't get it. When, you know, when the onion, when the onion first came into being, um, I would, I would sometimes see one of its headlines, you know, and think, what a riot. And I'd look at it and then I would share it on my radio show straight, you know, like, oh, this just in. And I would, would, and it's just amazing how many people were willing to believe it. Well, um, driving yesterday between uh, my daughter's uh, home and mine, I was listening to uh, the radio, and they were interviewing, you know, perfectly lucid older adults who were not uh, going to get the vaccine. And one of the reasons was that they just weren't sure about this Bill Gates and microchip stuff. And the and the doctor who was answering their questions that you know I yeah it was so impressive I mean he just he he didn't he didn't poo poo it he didn't say you idiot he just said well you know um, the com- the comparative size of the smallest microchip and the needle through which it would have to pass to be absor- you know to be dissolved in a uh, liquid vaccine, it, it's the technology simply isn't there. You, this, the chips that are in your pet are, are surgically implanted. They are not shot in there, you know. It's, <laughs> and they still didn't, you know, none of it just doesn't compute. Because they can't or won't or whatever. They have to come up and, you know, when asked, you know, did, do you have all your other vaccinations? Oh, yes. Did you vaccinate your children? Oh, yes. Are your children vaccinated? Oh, yes. But you won't be. No, you know, uh, how do I know what it's going to do to me in three years? 
All right. Well, you know, we're doomed. I just want to say uh, we're doomed. Uh, uh, you cannot have a functioning democracy where the people do have a say. <laughs> you cannot have that if uh, 40% of the people are are prefer make prefer make believe yeah or can't or can't tell the, the difference absolutely yeah. can't tell the difference right the, the the republican party has managed to make truth so the, the 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 concept of truth so malleable that one can argue whether there is such a thing well stop and think though susan how he started doing you know we've never heard the term fake news um, he started anything he didn't want to hear was fake news. Anything that, you know, could be absolutely correct, but fake news, fake news. So you do that for a long time. And then you start telling people what is real. And it is actually fake news. But you and people, I guess I cannot believe how easy it is. Yeah, it's very easy to manipulate. To people. manipulate people. I mean that there, God, there wouldn't I, be whole industries that there's whole industries are built on it. It's called marketing. Yep, and we've gotten very good at it. And now with social media, we're doomed. Is what I didn't want to talk about. We're doomed. Okay, go back to uh, I don't know. We're screwed. We're finished. It's over. Okay, wait a minute. So, um, did you hear? It? <laughs> Probably. Why? Lockheed Martin, you know, the aerospace. Yeah, I know who Lockheed Martin is. I agree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was in possession of materials from crashed UFOs. And that came from an article in the New Yorker, which was quoting former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. Mm hmm. There's all this he, UFO stuff that's beginning to leak out of the federal said government. That yeah. Lockheed Martin, why the hell should they have it? Has some retrieved materials from crashed UFOs, and he said that he had asked to examine those materials, and they rebuffed him. What the hell? Well, then how do we know that they are what they are? I don't know where the fake news is here. I do like to, you know, know what really is going on. And this is a place where we simply are have never gotten a straight story. Never. We're being played. Okay, wait. Here's something else. I want to wing by you. Uh, there was a big dispute with the IRS and the estate of Michael Jackson. And it was about what was the value, the worth, of Michael Jackson's name and likeness at the time of his death. For estate what, tax purposes, they have to value the asset of his persona. Okay, well, so... So they can tax him on his very being? I think that's a little weird. Here, listen to this. A court... A tax court judge has ruled that Michael Jackson's name and likeness were worth $4.2 million when he died. 
That's ludicrously low. Don't you think? Well. But get this. His family, the estate, was saying his name and likeness was should be valued at $2,105. How they got that, I don't know. Since his reputation had been devastated at the time of his death. And I'm, his likeness was worth that was, are you kidding? Really? No, and I think it's and I think it's sort of I think they can demonstrate it. Well, they must have because the judge because the other the IRS was arguing. Here's what the judge had: the Michael Jackson's estate was saying, "What? No, nah, it wasn't worth a penny. It was worth two thousand bucks," which I think is yeah. Ridiculous. Well, it's their side. This is a negotiation. Okay, the IRS was arguing that his face, his likeness, and his name were worth $161 million. Mm-hmm. And somehow between that 2000 and $161 million, some, not a King Solomon, because it wasn't down the middle, he, this goes to the, this is a win for the estate. Yeah, he agreed with the estate. At 4.2 mil. Mm-hmm. I think that's more accurate. But I mean, all of these numbers are made up out of whole cloth. Well, they are made up, but they, but they, but, but not exactly, because there are actual um, revenue streams connected to the stuff that they're looking at, and one of the ways that that the estate could prove their side was by showing the decline in the revenue stream after. His re- reputation took a direct hit. Yeah. And, you know, and the IRS was valuing it at the top of his, you know, pristine fame. So, no, you know, neither one was actually totally accurate, but the, the family was more accurate. Uh, and, the, and the other revenue streams continue to produce. So I really think the valuing of the asset of his name took a real hit and should have been greatly diminished. It doesn't mean that the other assets that are with his estate and continue to churn out revenue you don't continue yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Good enough. Uh, I, there was an article in the uh, local paper, Susan, it was a book review, actually, but a book review of a, of a thriller uh, written by Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I, and here's what the reviewer said. First of all, he said, it grabs you from the first sentence, page turn, I mean, it's a rave review. And he says, how the hell does Stacey Abrams find time (laughs) to write this? And the book is a procedural, so it's a, a lot of, and medical. There's all kinds of information in it. He says it is so would require so much knowledge and or research, and he's just blown away. I think this Stacey Abrams might be one of the most impressive human beings yeah. on the planet. I, 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 I think I, so too. Yeah, I just find her amazing and I she was featured in the um, in the New York Times 
uh, book review uh, this weekend. Uh, when they do a feature of, of, they ask a celebrity, so what are you reading and what's your favorite books and this and that. And dear God, reading what her favorite books are is just beyond belief, including the fact that she and her siblings have a book club in the family. So they're all always reading one, one book uh, that's the same. She has like five or six books that she works on constantly, goes from this one to that one. Her mom was a librarian. They spent, she said, my nose has been in a book. She's just, um, but her her willingness to do hard work, right? That, that, there I said right. But that gets her, she's responsible for the fact that Joe Biden has even a chance right. at getting anything done. Right, right, right. She, it, 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 it doesn't occur to her that she's that hard work is not what it takes because hard work is what it's taken her, in spite of her natural brilliant ta- talents and clear abilities and constant achievement. It nonetheless kept, you know, for her, her she absolutely <laughs> did persevere, and that's yeah. what it took: perseverance. Uh, hard work. That's how you get what you want. And, and what impresses me is when, you know, she doesn't get what she wants. Does she, you know, she goes home, she cries for three hours, and then she gets back to work. That's yeah, what's impressive about her. She never yeah. stops. She goes, okay, there's a boulder in my path. I'm walking around it. She's amazing. Yeah, she's yeah. dogged and smart as holy hell. And imposing, and the, the wonderful photographer, the, the photography they're taking of her, making her look, you know, just uh, beautiful in her powerfulness. You know, I just love it. Well, I don't know what picture you saw. Well, I, I, there's a great picture of her in a in a uh, sort of cape-like uh, pantsuit looking down at the camera. She's looking very tall and statuesque, and she just looks, uh, I just... I, I like her. That's all I have to say. I, well, I, I like her too. And by the way, I think I think she was asked, and I think she said unabashedly, yes, she would love to be president. Of course she would. <laughs> oh, my. We could do ice. So I've got two quotes. I don't have any good obits today. I'm sorry about that. I have two quotes. I noted that uh, the foreign press... Uh, Association, you know those guys that put on the Golden Globes are taking it on the chin right now, and and NBC is not going to do the Golden Globes next year, and um, because it's just apparently the foreign press is uh, I, I'm losing a letter there. International foreign press? No, foreign press. <laughs> what is it that does the Golden Globes? You, you have the international foreign press. No, no, no it can't the be the foreign press. Foreign, foreign the press. Foreign is press. More let, no, it's foreign press something association or somebody could me here. Anyway, because there's no diversity, turns out there's only like something like 85 members of the entire association. That's it, and they decide who gets these awards. And they sell the award show to NBC, which pays them $60 million. Can you imagine? There's 85 people in this so-called important 
you know, organization. And they shake down, have been shaking down NBC 60 million a year. <laughs> Unbelievable. So one of the things that happened is that Tom Cruise has given back his three Golden Globes. <clears throat> um, and I I'm sure he'll miss them. them. Yes, yeah, I'm sure I that's a huge thing that. for like, him. Oh, yeah, right, you know, what, what the hell. And then I saw this quote from Peter Houston off the wonderful actor. To refuse awards is another way of accepting them with more noise than is normal. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That's right. You get more attention refusing the award, right? Then, then right, or you can do it twice. You can accept it and get attention, and then, and then you can yeah, give it back and give it attention by giving it back right. and be righteous again, showing your virtue. Okay, there's that one, and I'll leave you with this one by Voltaire, uh, who and man, I so agree with this. And I so wish a lot of people would take this in on both sides of the aisle, on even on political people in general. We all need to keep this in mind. Voltaire said, well, he said it in French, and I can't, but <laughs> <laughs> he said, this is the translation, doubt is not a pleasant condition, but certainty is absurd. That's it. Yeah. It's it's sometimes I'm certain, you know, like if it's in reference to needing a bathroom, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, but we're not talking about that. But certainty is absurd. Right. And you think of how often people are absolutely certain about a million things that they probably should be doubtful of. And it just again shows that reality is chaotic and complicated and doesn't neatly ever do anything much. It is just a mess and it's changing all the time and unforeseen things happen and you just have to try to keep your balance. And a lot of people are simply incapable of that, so they have decided to abandon their own rational selves, right, and to be certain. They've decided what they're certain about, and they make believe, as the caller said. Oops, yeah, well. And we're back to, we are so screwed! <laughs> Nice. It's nice. That was a very nice little circular hour. Good for you. There you go. I'll tell you. All right, you guys. That's it. It, it was an hour and a little bit more. Right. So, hey, Suze, thank you. Hope you have a nice, quiet day that you might be on call, but you can relax. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to see if I can box, but my back is out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, don't okay. be stupid. Okay. 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 All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
and you guys, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay? Somebody send me some good news. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.